guys, welcome back to another episode of Ooh Baby Bible Stories with Z and C. We are very excited to be with you guys this Monday afternoon. My name is Z and with me is C. What's up, what's up kids? We are back and I am so excited. I'm yes. so excited and I just can't hide it. That's why my voice is like so loud in the speakers because I'm so excited, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, and if you're new to the show, I'd like to welcome you um, to the fam bam. You back, you here, not you back, but you here with us for the first time. Yes. You won't regret it. You won't. Yep. It's the best day of your life. Because your life's going to change today, guys. Because we're going to be giving you guys awesome Bible stories each and every single day. Anyways, let's do a quick recap on last week's episode. So, the last thing I mentioned was that um, Hagar ran away because she was afraid. Uh... But then God told her to go back to Abraham Abraham, and they had a son and they called him Ishmael. Now Ishmael grew up and Abraham was very fond of him. His son helped him with all the work he had to do. One day Abraham allowed Ishmael to go home alone because he wanted to have some time alone to pray. And while he was praying, God spoke to him. Abraham. Be yourself blameless in my presence, and I will make a covenant between you and your descendants and myself. Every boy, child in your family must be circumcised when he's eight days old. Any child who is not circumcised will not be my people because he has not kept my instructions. This shall be the sign of our covenant. Thank you, Lord. I will do as you told. As for Sarah, you will now call her Sarah, which means mother of many nations. I will bless her and she will give birth to a son. But we have become so old. How can we have a son now? If only Ishmael could inherit some of your blessings. He will, Abraham. He will become a great nation unto himself but Sarah will give birth to a son by this time next year and you will call him Isaac my everlasting covenant will be established with him so God changed Abraham's name to Abraham and Sarah's name to Sarah now I've been calling her Sarah because I'm used to um, calling her Sarah but her name was first Sarai and Abraham's name was first Abram now Abraham ran with excitement to tell Sarah the good news God had, had just given him, but also to tell her what her new name would be. Now that's so weird. Imagine having a name and then someone comes with a new name. <laughs> he also made sure that he got circumcised along with his son Ishmael, just as God commanded. Many months later, Abraham was visited by three angels. I wonder who that could be. Sarah. Get some water. We have visitors. Yes, my love. My Lord, my Lord, please do not pass our home without stopping. Please rest a while with your servant and kindly take some food before you proceed. Sure, would be glad to. Thank you. I will get you something to eat so you will be refreshed before you go 
on your way. Sarah, special guest from God is here. Haggai, get some water to wash their feet. Where is Sarah? She is in the next tent. Hmm, I wonder what they're talking about. Sarah, you will give birth to a child this time next year. <laughs> I am only 80 years old and Abraham is beyond 90. And now we'll have a child? Why did Sarah laugh? Is anything too hard for God? I did not laugh. Yes, you did. What I said is going to happen. That night, the angel sent by God entered the city of Sodom. When they got there, Lot invited the angels into his home. The men from Sodom saw these angels and went to Lot's house demanding they come out come on we just want to have some fun <laughs> the men God sent caused these men from Sodom to lose their eyesight they were now blind what is this I can't see the angels asked Lot if he had any family with him because they would be destroying the city of Sodom and Gomorrah the evil of the city was too great I have a wife and two daughters who are engaged to men in the city. Go get them quickly. You must leave. While Lot was getting his daughters, he warned his son-in-laws. We need to leave. This city, God had sent men to destroy it. We need to flee. <laughs> you are a foolish man. Why would God destroy this city? Leave us alone. They didn't believe Lot, but time was running out because they had to leave. The angels told them to leave and never look back. And when the angels could not find ten good people in the city, they destroyed it into ashes. Lot and his family kept running without looking back. But Lot's wife did not listen. So she decided to look back to see what was happening to the city but this was a very bad idea because as soon as she did this she froze and turned into a pillar of salt Lot couldn't even stop and help her Abraham saw what happened to the city and was very sad because he knew that there was not even 10 righteous people a year after this all happened what God said came true. Sarah was now pregnant with a son, just as God said. Abraham gave thanks to God for this, and as God promised, Sarah gave birth to a son, and they named him Isaac. Isaac brought great joy to his parents, but everything was not going well between Sarah and Hagar. There were frequent fights between the children too. So Sarah demanded that Abraham should send Hagar and Ishmael away because Hagar had forgotten her place as a servant. God told Abraham to do what his wife told him and Hagar and Ishmael left. Hagar and Ishmael got lost and wandered for many days in the desert. They ran out of food and water and could not even find a place to rest. One day, Ishmael could no longer walk and fell down. Hagar cried out to God for help. 
Hagar, don't be afraid. Go and comfort Ishma, for I will make a great nation out of his descendant. Thank you, God. Ah, a spring out of nowhere. Praise God. She gave Ishmael some water and he was fine again. God blessed Ishmael because he was the son of Abraham and his descendants became a great nation as God promised. But Abraham was really sad about what happened. Sending his firstborn was a severe test of faith, but God wanted to test him even more. Abraham, take your son, your only son Isaac, and offer him as a sacrifice to me. Abraham couldn't bear the thought of losing another son. But the next morning he got up early without telling anyone what God told him. And he took everything he needed for the sacrifice and went with Isaac to the mountain. God guided Abraham to the top of the mountain for the sacrifice. Isaac noticed that there was no lamb for the sacrifice. So he asked his father, Dad, where is the lamb? Don't worry, my son. God will provide. God will provide. When they got to the mountain, the place where Abraham was to sacrifice Isaac, Abraham asked Isaac to lay down on the place where he was supposed to sacrifice the lamb. And in confusion, Isaac obeyed his father and he laid down. Abraham had a lot of faith in God and he trusted God with everything. And as he was about to sacrifice his son to God, God stopped him and said, Abraham, 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 stop. You were ready to kill your only son for me. Since you did this for me, I will make you this promise. I, the Lord, promise that I will surely bless you and give you as many descendants as the stars in the sky. And there won't be as many people as the sand on the seashore. And your people will live in the cities that they will take from your enemies. Every nation on the earth will be blessed through your descendant. I will do this because you obey me. Abraham looked up and there in the thicket he saw a ram caught by its thorns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. Now you heard, before Abraham sacrificed his son, he told Isaac that the Lord will provide. He trusted God and he was willing to even sacrifice his son because he knew that God had a greater plan for his life. So what we learn today is that we should always trust God and we should always be obedient regardless of the situation, how uncomfortable it is or the type of situation that it puts us in. I mean, you trust God. If God says you must give your toy to your friend and it's your favorite toy, you do it. Because what better things are coming you have a, a, a toy car then God decides to give you um, what do you call those things a drone is it drones yeah then you get one of those 
and that's better than having this toy car because then that thing can fly there's a camera and all of that so yeah um i hope you guys enjoyed the story that was the last part of the story of abraham i hope you guys enjoyed all three parts um but yeah it was good and i'll see you guys next week bye bye